Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Hey moms, I'm here answering an awesome question from one of our Elite Competitor Society members, Jessica. Now, before I get into it, have you shared this podcast with a friend yet? I know that you have a sports mom's friend who would definitely benefit from what we have to share on this podcast. So go ahead and copy the link from wherever you're listening, send it on over to her or to your partner. We've been hearing a lot that a lot of moms are like, my partner needs to hear all this. Go ahead and do them a favor, send them the link and let's spread the word. All right, let's get into this question. I love it because Jessica asks, I have an eight-year-old who is totally in her head with her softball batting. She's great at practice, but in the game, she won't keep her eye on the ball, worries if she's batting correctly and continues to strike out. Game one, she struck out all game. Game two and three, she hit awesomely, and now it's downhill. I know you have an entire program for this, and I opted out this time just because of her age, but I was wondering if you had any simple suggestions for her. She's a firstborn pleaser who struggles to not get her feelings hurt when given direction. Now... I know that moms of athletes who are all ages can relate with this, this idea of playing well in practice and not playing well in a game. And I actually just recorded a podcast episode all about this topic, so you can go search for that. But I wanted to dig into this piece of the fact that Jessica's daughter is eight years old. And a lot of times we think like, well, you know, our our kids aren't old enough. Like if you have a, a daughter who is, you know, four five, six, seven, eight, nine, like she's just not old enough to grasp what mental training is or go through a program to help her in this area. And I totally understand that. And so I want to dig into, if you are a mom of a younger athlete, the things that you can be doing and saying and providing for her that will help her with her training and will help her with her mental training now so that she doesn't have to wait until like problems arise and then she like needs mental training, if you know what I mean, okay? Like we don't wanna have to like save her from a spiral. We wanna equip her beforehand. So I love this question about like, you know, she's just not quite ready for the full-blown, you know, elite competitor program, but do you have any simple tips that we can help her with? And I'm gonna take this in two directions here because as we always say, there's two roles that you have as the mom of your athlete. You shape the environment for her and you provide the opportunities for her. And so we're gonna talk about how you can do both of those things even if your athlete is young. And here's what I wanna say before I get into that is that sooner or later, all athletes, regardless of their age, are going to realize that it comes down to mindset, all of them. 
they're at one point or another going to be like, <laughs> wow, dang, my mindset has gotten in the way of the goals that I want, or I am not able to perform the way that I want because I don't know how to get over mistakes. Or they're realizing the opposite. Like, wow, I was able to see this vision of the athlete I wanted to become. I have tools to get over my mistakes and I'm achieving things that I never thought possible all because of how I look at it. But sooner or later, they're all going to realize that it comes down to mindset. And some are gonna learn that the hard way and others are gonna learn a little bit easier. And what do I mean by the hard way? Because we've had hundreds of athletes come through the elite competitor program and the athletes that wait to figure this out are usually the ones that are struggling when they come into ECP. And they usually have a little bit of a harder road, I'll tell you that. And that's only because they have spent a longer time struggling and believing negative thoughts about themselves. And it takes a little bit longer to unwind because if we can get athletes at the age of eight or seven or six, realizing that they have the power to change their mindset and change how they talk to themselves and realize that that makes a big difference in their results, that is like an invaluable skill. Athletes who are like 16, 17, 18 coming through the program, yes, they are getting the help that they need, absolutely. But it takes them longer because they have potentially been believing a thought about themselves for 10 years, like a whole decade. They somehow thought thought about themselves when they were eight, you know, in Jessica's example, maybe. And they believed it and now they're 18 and that's just like become ingrained in them. So it takes more time. And so that's why I say like some athletes learn about it the hard way. They've experienced a lot of failure, a lot of goals they haven't achieved, a lot of disappointment. And yeah, there's normal disappointments as part of their sport, but soon they realize, wow, if I could be mentally stronger, if I had the skills to shift my mindset, then maybe I would experience a little more success in this area. I can get get through and navigate things better. So we want athletes earlier on, like as early as possible, realizing that their mindset is their biggest competitive advantage and seeing as the difference maker and what separates them and that it's what all great athletes do. They all work on their mindset because all athletes experience nervousness and stress and mistakes and the best ones have the tools to overcome these things. And so the earlier we can get athletes exposed to this idea, the better and the more that they're going to be ready to jump into ECP. Like Jessica, when your daughter gets to the age of like 11 or 12 or maybe even 10, if she's playing competitively and she's ready for it, then she's going to be like, yeah, this makes sense. I'm all in, right? Because I know my mind is so powerful in how I show up and how I perform. So let's start young, right? So moms of of young athletes, and if you're a mom of an older athlete, keep listening because this is very applicable to you too. But we really want to start these beliefs as young as possible. And what I mean by beliefs is the belief that what you say to yourself matters, that athletes have the ability to control their outcomes and be responsible for their outcomes, that there's nothing wrong with you if you experience the normal nerves, anxiousness, things in your sport, and that mistakes are necessary. Like all of these, all of these things that are a normal part of athletics. Okay. So let's normalize them. All right. So what you can do, I'll talk about, you know, shaping the environment, providing the opportunities. So let's start with shaping the environment. We know that strategies for athletes are best taught out of the actual moment where they are competing. So we have out of moment strategies and we have in moment strategies. We talk about this a lot with the moms who are in our community, the moms of the athletes who are going through the elite competitor program and skills are best learned out of the moment, right? It's really hard to teach an athlete how to come back from a mistake when they're out there spiraling 
in their mistake or in striking out, right? So we want to think about ways that we can talk to our athletes outside of those moments so that she is equipped going into that moment, right? And what I'm seeing when I hear this scenario that just presented is a lot of the signs of early perfectionism. So not wanting to mess up, people pleasing, getting defensive when receiving feedback. These are all like telltale signs of perfectionism. And so it's not surprising that she's like a firstborn pleaser, all of that. And so the things that you can do out of that situation that really help shape the environment and work on the long game here are just being very aware as her mom of where you are placing your feedback and your recognition. And what I mean by this is, yeah, she's going to have games and moments where she's doing really, really well. And she's going to, you know, hit well. She's going to hit home runs, maybe. She's going to hit a line drive. She's going to do well, get what she wants, okay? And we should be really excited about those moments, but we want to make sure that we are placing that excitement on things that are in her control. So it sounds like you worked so hard for that and you got the outcome that you wanted. I can tell that that really mattered to you. I can tell that you've been putting in the work and you can now see it, right? And so we are replacing, instead of being like, wow, you you hit a line drive, like you hit better than anybody else on your team, okay? While that might be true, we're going to shift to like what's in her control and how she should be proud of herself for that. Not we are proud of her, like, you know, she she's looking for our validation, okay? Obviously, yes, we're proud of her, but if she's constantly looking to us, that's where the pressure comes in. She doesn't want to let you down. She doesn't want to let her teammates down. She doesn't want to let her coach down. And so if we are making sure that we are praising and recognizing what's in her control, long-term, she is going to detach her worth from her achievements and lower that pressure. So she's like, all I need to do is do my best. All I need to do is continue to work hard. All I need to do is just make sure that I'm showing up, being a great team, you know, all of these things that, that are in her control and that lowers the pressure and allows her to perform better. Because when athletes are thinking like, I have to hit this ball or I have to get a home run right here, or I have to hit a line, I have to get on base, that's where the pressure comes in, all right? And they actually end up performing worse. And so we've got to make sure that we are are shifting our focus to what is in her control. So you can do that by just by modeling or by pl- being very aware where you place your recognition and feedback. Now, modeling own, you know imperfection in your life is also an important thing. We talk a lot about that, but that's just as simple as just making sure that you are modeling your mistakes. You're talking about your mistakes. You're, you're talking about how you are learning from your mistakes. And especially at a young age, this is really, really powerful for you to do. So she can see like, okay, mistakes are okay. You know, I can learn from mistakes. I'm not a failure if I make mistakes. People still accept me when I make mistakes, okay? Now, that's what you can really kind of shift your focus to. Some simple strategies for her that I would recommend is, and especially I know Jessica that you are like also the assistant coach. So this kind of goes into the realm of coaching a little bit, but have her just pick one thing to focus on when she goes out there for competition, just one thing. And it, I don't want it to be anything related to the outcome. All right. And it could be something technical. It could be like elbow high, step in the bucket, you know, whatever those like cues are, that's fine. Just pick one thing. Or it could be like, I'm going to take a breath before before I step out onto the plate, okay? Or I'm going to tell myself I can do this before I step up to the plate, okay? So just pick one thing that she's going to focus on. And then afterwards, judge the result based on that. So we're not judging the result based on what happened. Like maybe she made contact, maybe she didn't. But what you are going to talk to her about afterwards is did you do what you said you were going to focus on? Okay. Did you keep your elbow high? 
Did you say to yourself, I can do this before you step up to the plate? Did you take a breath before you step up to the plate? Like the, like really simple things like that, because that's going to help her focus again on things that are in her control. And she's actually going to get a better outcome when she does this. And so, and then when you talk to her about, you know, the result based on that, now you are also um, not focusing as much and putting as much emphasis on the result. Okay. And again, this will get her a better result. So that is a simple thing that she can do. Obviously we talk also about strategies like breath work, using a power word or a mantra, a little visualization might be really helpful in here too. Even if she's young, you know, having her visualize, seeing herself make contact with the ball um, and what that feels like, feeling relaxed, feeling calm, things like that can also be really helpful. But the thing I would try right away is just pick one thing for her to focus on before she goes up to bat and then check in with her afterwards based on that thing. Okay. All right. So I hope this was helpful again to moms of all ages, but especially you moms of younger athletes, there are still tons of things you can be doing now to help shape the environment so that she is ready to jump into a program like ECP to really optimize her mindset and that you don't have to spend time like trying to convince her or like get her on board or be like, you know, wait till she's just totally struggling and like needing rescuing. You know, we want to make sure that we empower our athletes at a young age and show her that her mind is her biggest muscle and it is her biggest competitive advantage. So the earlier we can do that, the better. All right, moms, remember your daughter's mindset is her biggest competitive advantage. I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will see you there.